At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. And we're off. Hey, Mr. Kelly. Ken Willis here with Goblin Kelly. How are you, Goblin? Yeah. You might want to take that little thing. Let's go to microphone. I know it's been a few what? weeks since we've been in the pod. Hey, uh, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're here to uh, we're a little wrap up the season, kind of look ahead to the off season. Uh, we kind of throttle back in the off season. We dust off the pod every now and then just to come in. It's like going to your to your uh, winter house, but. And just make sure everything's done, pay the okay. bills, everything's good, turn that's the lights the, on. That's the podcast, but I want to tell everybody that every week of the year we do NASCAR this week. That never sleeps. That never goes to bed. That no. never goes away. Nope. The sun never sets on NASCAR this that's week. Right. <laughs> good point. So what we want to do, what we're going to do in this uh, this edition of Daytona Motor Mouse is I jotted down just a stream of consciousness of ideas of things that have been in the news lately. We're going to pick them off one by one quickly, and we're going to get uh, Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly knows a lot, so yeah. we're going to get his take on all these things, and we're going to do all that right after this. All right, back. Ken Wellows, Godwin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Here are our topics. I hold in my hand some topics. Godwin, you ready? I got you. All right, let's let's uh, let's start with Nashville. Review Nashville. The banquet, the uh, three days and nights in uh, Music City. Uh, I think it's a keeper. It looks like a f- fun, good time was had by all apparently, right, and right. Uh, that to me, I think that might be the perfect spot to have the banquet for now. Yeah, well, I know, I know, I realize that it could change, but I think, in my opinion, that's the perfect place to have the banquet for now. It's a big, fun town. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of, you know, close to home for all those guys. I just got a sneaky suspicion that New Orleans is going to get in on this thing, you know? I'd, I'd hate that. Why? It's just not, it, you do, it just, it's not, you don't think of auto racing and NASCAR when you think of New Orleans. New Orleans. I think of a lot of things, <laughs> but I don't think of that. <laughs> well, you, uh, you know, Vegas. But they had it in Tried Vegas. Tried it too far out of the way. It's too yeah, far. Yeah, but they had it in Vegas, and Vegas isn't really associated with no. racing either. And even. Vegas always has big shindigs. It's not a big deal to Vegas. Nashville, it's perfect for Nashville because Nashville will treat it like a big deal. Nashville's still, you know, in that range of cities where they would consider having the NASCAR banquet season-ending championship week is a big deal for Nashville. Nashville cats. Yeah. And obviously a big deal for NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson. Mountain water. Issue two. Nashville Jimmy Cats. Johnson. One more season. When he goes to next year's banquet in Nashville. In Nashville. Will he be there as a champion? Will he be there as a retiring celebrant? Will he be there as a ticket buying part of the ticket buying public? Uh, what will be? How, in other words, well, a long way of go, a long way to go to ask you. How do you think his final season will go? Well, I think that uh, Mr. Johnson, now that he's you know older, he's in his mid forties. Getting you know, there. Yep. 
uh, I think Mr. Johnson will win a race and be part of the initial playoff group. That's yep. 16 guys. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't think he'll go, like, super far into the playoffs or anything, but I think he'll, you know, they bring the 16 guys to Nashville. Right. And uh, so, you know, that'll be his last hurrah. I think you know, I when, think his last hurrah is really going to be when he wins that last race. Yeah. You know, you know Jeff Gordon's final season a few years ago, he went to the final race. He made it all the way to the final four. Now, two things. He was coming off a season that he, he – the year before, he won four times. Right. Jimmy has, hasn't won in, what, three years. You're all right. Uh, also, Jeff, that final season, really didn't have a great season. No. Didn't have a very, he, he won one time. Late got, in the season. Yes. He, and that he actually in, helped him. Yeah, he got into the playoffs on points, won a race, which got him through to the next round. Right. And uh, finished well enough in that. It, it, he made it to the final four, but not in the manner that the guys this year did. Right, right, right. He, uh, he got there. He kind of like slid in and snuck in under the – he would have definitely been under the radar if his name wasn't Jeff Gordon. Yeah. So uh, I'm not looking – for uh for a whole lot next year i do think top 16 is uh, in the play in a playoff berth is uh is a lofty goal i think yeah. that will be about where it tops out with one win possibly yeah and I remember uh it wasn't i think it was like three years ago yeah. during one of our speed freak questions yeah. you were like uh the question to us was like how many wins is jimmy johnson going to end up with in his career and i think you were conservative yeah. at that point, and I was like, "Oh, well, you know, he, yeah, he might get to a hundred. You He's know, been at eighty three since yeah. uh, since the war." <laughs> yeah. Cole Pern, Martin Truex. He's been with Martin Truex for many years. He is Martin Truex's right hand you know, man, crew chief, and I, he is uh, hanging it up. Hanging I'm up so glad that you put that on the list. Yep, because. It just shows you the burnout factor that NASCAR has with yeah. this long season that they have. Did you see the uh, graphic or the the stat on About how long, how yeah. many days of the year season yeah, last yeah. sports? Yeah, yeah, that was like very eye opening. Yeah, and uh, so and then there's really no off season <laughs> because these guys are. You know, if you go sure. up to um, Moorhead, Moorhead, <laughs> or Mooresville, Mooresville, you go up to Mooresville. They're working around the clock right now yeah. on cars for Daytona. You know, so there's no off season. Yeah. There's no downtime. So uh, here's one that got me was uh, here's here's an issue four. Kyle Larson. I hadn't even thought about this. So somebody said, uh, you know, next year is his last contractual year with Ganassi Racing. And uh, the question was put forth, I believe, in the NASCAR This Week page, which you should get in your hometown paper. <laughs> what uh, is, that, is that it for him at Ganassi? I mean, I, I think a lot of people would like to see him go to a Gibbs or a Hendrick just to see who are who are pretty much – they're not head and shoulders. Above. I mean, Ganassi's one of the top teams. Yeah, there. yeah. But there's, there are the top teams, and then there are the – Almost top teams and the and the elite teams. Yeah. This year, of course, it was Gibbs. Historically, it's been Hendrick, uh, Kyle Larson. That you think he moves along after next year? Uh, my answer. I, you know, I'm remembering a lot of things today. I'm very lucid today. This is cool. very good. So um, you got to look at that 24 car yeah. because 
Billy the Kid's in that one. Billy's now, right? in. He's Billy going Byron. into his third year. Billy Bayou. He's not won a race. Yeah. He, uh, he stepped it up a little bit this year. He but stepped it up. Take that next step, huh? But you got to get some wins. Um, oh, it ain't even, like Kyle Larson has a, a boatload of trophies but either. He's not with that kind of team That's either. True. So. Yeah, you got to throw that at me. Facts. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, he and so the connection is. Ganassi uses Hendrick Motorsports engines, yeah. so there's already a connection there. Um, so I think it all depends on how Billy the Kid does in the first half of the next year. Yeah, because that decision will be made by June or so, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So maybe July. So if they if he doesn't get a win, yep. and he's run he runs kind of like he did at the first yep. half of last of this year. Yep. Then they might be looking. They might. Okay. They might throw the lure. But you out know, there. it's sponsor driven too, so that, that has a lot to do with it. Yep. But Larson, you know, he's pretty. Uh, I know, but you don't know what the personal connections are between William Byron. Well, and, and, and then the there's there's another factor. Yes, money. Which we don't talk about. No, uh, is his other driving? He likes to, you know, do the yep. sprints and yep. all that stuff. Midget and, cars and sprint yeah, cars. And, and apparently. Apparently, uh, there may be some pushback from certain team owners, Mr. Chip Ganassi, on that. Yeah. Uh, because the kind of racing that he does on the side is like super dangerous. Yep. So, Chase Elliott, NASCAR this week. The question was broached who uh, Chip, Chase Elliott replaced Dale Earnhardt Jr. as the perennial most popular driver award winner. Uh, the question was posed how long will Chase Elliott own that award? And if someone replaces him at least for a year, who might it be? You suggest that he's going to hold on to it probably as long as Bill Elliott hung on to it, right. as long as uh, Earnhardt Jr. hung on to it, um, with the possibility of a, maybe a Ryan Blaney or somebody sneaking in there. My, I went way out on the limb. How'd you like that? Did you like that limb I was yeah. on? Yeah. I said uh, about five years from now, uh, he'll be replaced by Haley Deegan. Yeah. Yeah, so because she's kind of fast tracking her yeah. way to NASCAR, she's and doing uh, it the right way. Of, There's no yeah, doubt about and it. If she continues, she would definitely she would be the one to uh, to snatch that tr- that trophy or whatever the hell they give you for being the most popular. Well, driver. another thing would be say a you know a sentimental kind of goodbye for somebody like Jimmy. Yeah, I don't even think there's not that much sentiment out there for that. A little uh, bit. A little bit. Here we go. Issues uh, one, two, three, four, five. Issues six through nine. Coca-Cola, Bush, Beer, Geico, Xfinity. Those are the four top-tier, premier, they call them, sponsors of the newly branded NASCAR Cup Series. No longer the Monster Energy Cup Series or the Nestle Cup or the Sprint Cup or the Winston Cup. NASCAR Cup Series, which is basically what we always called it anyway. Right. As, since Winston left anyway. Yep. So, uh, any, I am of the opinion that at least directly, this will never mean anything to us. No. Indirectly, maybe you agree. Kinda. It, uh, you know what? It's going to be uh, depend on the goodie bags we get at Media Day. That's a good point too. Yeah. If yeah. there's like solid gold keychains from yeah, we Xfinity, get a, and we and, get a year's uh, worth of insurance riders from Geico. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if that's in the goodie bag, the good yeah. you, you don't realize, but the goodie bags are like teeth. Yeah, 
I mean, think an, about they are it. a leading economic indicator. Uh, the first year Monster Energy came in, what 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 what, what were they handing out? Uh, the Monster Girls? No. No. Uh, uh, Monster Energy drinks? No. Nope. I don't remember then. They were handing out um, backpacks or oh, yeah, yeah. a very nice, um, you know, what? laptop computer bag. Bag. Yeah. Which. Um, at first, I wasn't going to take anything, and then I snuck over. And <laughs> I grabbed a laptop bag because they're so good. I mean, the quality was impeccable. Mm. Yeah, and then I do not have one. I wonder if I was was where was I? Uh, that doesn't matter. The kid got one. Yeah. Jack got one. He got a backpack. He's got yeah. it. Or as my kid says, pack pack. Yeah. Um. But so anyway, media day. Yeah. Look for the tea leaves. Look for the little tea See, leaves. Some stuff from some old stuff from Geico and Coca Cola. Yeah, and some bush beer. Yes, that make media absolutely horrible, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Xfinity. I always said Xfinity sounds like a product that would be um, male enhancement product that you'd find on the cash register counter at a truck. Well, I've stop. got a bottle of it right here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, can, you want one? Or the old uh, the old uh, stuff you used to see on the counter at the truck stops, which was uh, the not-so-subtly-named uptime. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, though, I think it was to keep them awake. <laughs> well, uh, now, now, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we tie the knot here? <laughs> All right. It's important. Okay. Xfinity is owned by Comcast. You know what That's Comcast right. owns? Yeah, they own a lot. Cable mammoth behemoth cable industry. They own NBC. All right. And what's NBC? Uh, showing a lot of auto Buying up every motorsports property they can get their hands on. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You're tying some knots or something together. So you got NASCAR, which yeah. is... Possibly consol- looking for a 49% partner. Consolidating yeah. car racing. Yeah. And you got Comcast. Now, NASCAR is worth, I'm going to be generous, all right? I'm going to say NASCAR, now that they have ISC, is worth $3 billion market value. All right. Comcast last quarter, that's three months, Willis. Mm -hmm. In financial terms, three months. Q1. (laughs) Q3 was a lot. Comcast, their revenue. Yeah. One company, Comcast, their revenue for one quarter, $23 billion. So they could buy and sell NASCAR. NASCAR is like, no. you know, the, a little bit It'd of be like tea. you going out and buying a pop-up trailer. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not that big of a deal for them, although it's a huge deal for them, if you understand what that yeah, is. Yeah. Financially, it wouldn't it'd be a blip on, the, yeah. on their record sheet. But it would be a real coup for them to get all the NASCAR rights. And that's another thing I'm looking at. That's the long view. Because, you know, Fox, they sort of helped NASCAR get into this, you know, league contract thing. Mm -hmm. And if you've noticed that Fox has been kind of pulling back a little bit. They they keep their people in, in Charlotte to do their shows. Yes. Whereas NBC's got like you know their talent, yeah, they've got like twenty people. That and NBC's are, got Junior. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's just something to keep your eye on. Thank you for the financial lesson there, Mister Buffett. I will follow it away. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, last uh, topic. 
the next gen car, the Gen Seven, which will debut in twenty twenty one. Right. They're testing it. They tested it at I believe Richmond and Phoenix. Right. This past week and got some. They had a, uh, provided some uh, conveniently provided a little sneak peek video. Looks uh, like an looks like an automobile you might buy out on the over there at uh, John Hall Chevy. Yes. And uh, you're thinking on this. They were saying that uh, apparently the handling. They are purposely looking for a slightly more ill-handling car, which is a looser car, which right. puts more of a premium on the driver's ability to control said automobile. Right. Am I right or wrong? What You're do you right. think? You're right. And um, so that would be completely opposite of what they're doing now, yep. which is they have low horsepower and they have high downforce, which means... You and I could drive it, right? You and I could drive uh, at Charlotte, and we could mash the gas through the corners. You don't yep. even have to yep. lift. So now when Joe Joe Sixpack hears, oh, they're going to make them tougher to drive, going to put more of a pre- premium on driver's skill and abilities and whatever, everybody's, yeehaw, kind of like that, yeehaw, right. or yeehaw. <laughs> hey. Hot damn. So when you hear that, everybody gets excited, and the drivers act like they're excited about it. But I recall that happening before when they did something to lower the drivability of the cars. And what happens is you get some really bad dull, you get some dull racing, right. seriously lacking in action, lack, lacting, lactate intolerant. Yep. Uh, they, and, what, and the drivers say, well, these things are so hard to drive, we can't pass. So you just follow everybody around and hope for track position. Right. So I'm assuming they are so much smarter than me when it comes to this kind of stuff. I'm assuming that they're taking that into consideration and trying to balance this Rubik's Cube uh, just right. But then guess what happens? Rubik's Cube doesn't work at the next racetrack. Right. Doesn't work at the next racetrack. Oh, it will work at the next racetrack. Oh, but not with those tires. And we got those that tire pound to get through this track because of the condition of the asphalt. So there's just so many moving parts that it's just hard for them to get everything in a way, but they got to try to manipulate, maneuver, and try to try to put out a product that that provides some sort of action, lap after lap after lap. Because God forbid we go 30 seconds without something uh, catching our attention. Are you with me? Hey, yeah. I'm right here. Right yeah, here. I'm thinking um, after you were talking about the car of the next the car, uh, tomorrow's tomorrow. Is it the next it's a, gen, gen, gen seven? seven yeah. Okay. So after uh, all that talk about the car and everything, no wonder Colpern's fled the yeah. the coop. I, I don't mean, want to get deep into just this. Just think about the work these guys have to do this year to get ready for next year. He could go back out to Denver and get a job at Barney's uh, Furniture Store. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I would deal. do. Putting waterbed frames together. I, that's what I do. Michigan, a dad joke. You always leave us with a dad joke. Oh, you yeah. Get on out of here and button up the pod for part of the winter <laughs> we'll be back we've got to come back every now and then to check the mail and make sure the heat pump's working Mm-mm-mm. all right so i'm going near the end of the book here i'm ready uh this is joke 198 on the dad jokes by jack duncan ready dad jokes by jack duncan still ready uh 198 god am i ready for okay I've got to, you know, I build up. I got to give Jack. I mean, this is. I got to tell you, I am not going to be awake much longer. If you this is the Christmas season. Maybe Jack will sell a book or two based on this 
this this exchange we're having. Is Jack working or is Jack off for the winter? I don't know. Okay. Jack joke number. Okay, one ninety eight. Why is Peter Pan, which is you know, Peter Pan's kind of a Christmas thing, even though it's not. Jesus, it's nothing, not even close. I know, but they always run Peter it's Pan closer to Christmas. St. Patrick's Day, right? Because yeah. there's green. Yeah. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Why is Peter Pan always flying? Yes. Oh. Uh, well, the short answer is because he can. I would fly if I could. What? Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, I don't That's know. That's not funny. I don't, oh, 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 it's a joke. Uh, why is Peter Pan always flying? I don't know why. Because he never lands. Oh, that's right. That was Never Neverland. Yes. Yeah. That that Never Neverland was ruined for life by Michael Jackson, wasn't it? Well, kind Never of. Neverland Ranch. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, so we'll be back in uh, what, Soon. a couple we don't, weeks. We're not going to set any parameters. It's the winter time. When we when we need to drop but, by and check the mailbox, we will. But turn on the mics while we're here. Make sure to uh, you know read NASCAR this week. Yep. It's out every week oh, across don't we know it. across the country, across yep. this great land of ours. Fifty four weeks a year. Yeah. So uh, make sure to pick up your copy, um, and we do try to keep up with stuff going on. Oh, know? we we're balls of fire at the NASCAR this week headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts we get a little lazy in the winter, but uh, but NTW. Yeah. Never, never sleeps, never takes a day off. All right. All right we're going to go, we're going to leave right now. We're going to go back to the newsroom and put our fingers on the pulse. All right. Or something. Say goodnight, Mr. Willis. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.